Hey there, welcome back to Real Estate Simplified. I am Brandon Kayla, and my mission is to simplify real estate and what all goes into home ownership. In this show, I will share the stories of clients that I work with, struggles and triumphs of my own experiences of home ownership, what it takes to buy a home in today's market, and all the things to expect mostly the unexpected, to be honest, throughout the home ownership journey. So come along with me as I dive deep into topics that might seem completely foreign to you. And by the end of each episode, you hopefully feel like it's something you can more easily understand. Look, you don't know what you don't know, and it's time to start figuring out what you don't know. Let's get everything down to a third grade level. It's time to get started. Today, I am going to help hopeful home buyers understand the leverage they have when writing an offer on a home that will lower closing costs and or kind of a uh, one or the other um, lower your mortgage interest rate. I know that's a big topic right now. The rates are a little bit higher. I know the the Fed meeting was uh, started yesterday and goes today. Everybody's hopeful that there will not be a rate hike or um, a points increase, anything like that. Um, so this is a tip uh, to possibly lower your mortgage interest rate or buy it down or just lower your closing costs. Uh, so there are a lot of potential buyers myself included, only six months ago when we were looking for a home in Frisco, uh, but potential buyers that are wrestling with the idea of having an interest rate in the high sixes and low sevens. I've got a solution that I've seen buyers and sellers use to make a transaction a win-win situation or as close as possible to a win-win situation for everyone. So this episode is going to provide clear steps that you can take to lower cost if you're tired of waiting to buy. Have you seen the monthly cost difference of what the monthly payments would be on a home that you bought with a 5.5% interest rate compared to a 6.75% interest rate? If you have, or if you haven't, either one, it's pretty insane. So for context, the average rate is around 6.75% or slightly higher right now. Um, That could change a little bit depending on credit score and down payment, Uh, but let's just work with that. So we're going to use a $400,000 home as an example. If you put 5% down on the purchase of the home, that would give you a loan amount of $380,000 with a 5.5% interest rate, which we haven't seen in almost a year, uh, about this time last year, that's kind of what it was around in early summer. Um, The monthly mortgage payment with a 5.5% interest rate would be $2,100. 58 with a 6.75% interest rate. Remember, which is closer to the current national average, the monthly mortgage payment would be 2,465. So that's a $307 
difference. Month to month, 300 bucks doesn't really sound like a lot of money, but when you multiply that by 12 months for the year, the annual difference is then a little over $3,600. So that number definitely got a little bit bigger. And I can certainly think of a few things I would rather do with 3,600 bucks. Also, don't forget about the amount you need to bring for closing. So on a $400,000 home with 5% down, that amount would be close to $30,000. Um, this would include the down payment, um, but you got to think about closing costs. Um, so that could uh, fluctuate here or there, depending on who is pay paying the closing cost. Uh, but just keep that in mind. So all that considered, wouldn't it be nice to have some way to either cut down on those closing costs or the recurring monthly payment once you do buy the home? So I know I teed this up and saying I've got a solution for it. Um, I do have a way to do both of those things. Uh, it's by leveraging a seller concession. So if that's a new term for you, I'm going to dive into that and really break it down. A seller concession is simply a dollar amount that the seller is going to give back to the buyer that the buyer can then use at their discretion. This is honestly my favorite part. It's at the buyer's discretion. They could use it to buy down a mortgage rate or lower the overall closing costs. So maybe there are a few renovation projects the buyer has in mind. Could the concession be used towards those projects? Absolutely. Overall, it is money that is coming out of the overall payout that the seller will, will receive at closing and whatever the agreed upon concession amount is then going to the buyer. Now, one thing that's really important is to note that there's really no physical money coming out of anyone's pocket. And an example, I recently experienced a, what I would call a win-win situation with a client where a seller concession was used. My sellers received an offer on their home for full list price with a $5,000 seller concession. I talked to my clients about it and decided to counter the offer with an increased sales price of $5,500 over list price and then offering a $5,500 seller concession. We did this because the house was priced slightly below what other homes are selling for in the neighborhood. So we felt good with a slight price increase and still meeting the appraisal amount. By offering this option, this would give the seller a slightly larger payout at closing, which means they could put more money towards their new mortgage or pay off current debts, right? So that's the win for the seller and also give the buyer the money to put towards whatever they wanted. So there's your win for the buyer. And a concession can also be used as a sales strategy to incentivize buyers to put an offer on a home. Let's say a home is priced right, but has been on the market for about 30 days. The main feedback that the listing agent is receiving is that the buyer's monthly mortgage payment is simply going to be too high. Maybe they're renting right now and they're wanting their mortgage payment to be close to uh, what their rent payment is. So just slightly too high based on the interest rate and the down payment that they can put towards it. 
the seller could offer the concession for the buyer to buy down the mortgage rate, which lowers that overall monthly payment and also gets the home sold for a very similar price. Ultimately, if someone has their house for sale, that likely means they are ready to cash in on the equity they have built up for the years to use for something else. So now we know what a seller concession is and how it can be used. But what about when and where a seller concession is used within the home sell? There are normally two times that a seller concession is considered. The first is when an offer is originally presented by the buyer and the second is after an inspection is completed during the option period. The seller concession for my previous example was used when the offer was presented by the buyer. One of the most common times I use the concession is after an inspection is completed during the option period. I'll be honest, no house, and I mean no house, is perfect. Even a new build by the finest builder in your area is going to have stuff that comes up in an inspection report. So during an inspection, there will always be something that comes up that could be a point of concern for the future homeowner. Not if, but when this happens, a buyer normally has two options when considering the repairs or replacement of items to request with the seller. They can either request that the seller has repairs done with their own money, the seller's own money, or they can request a concession amount that will likely cover the repairs once the home is sold. So if you opt for the first option, requesting that the seller takes care of the repairs on their own, this can lead to little to no oversight of who is completing the work, right? The seller is selecting who the contractor is, who the licensed technician is, and the buyer really doesn't have a say in that. So for all you know, it could be their next door neighbor, right? Or even the seller themselves completing the work, especially if very specific verbiage is not included in, in the request for those repairs. Um, there are ways to mitigate that risk. One way is to specify, uh, like I mentioned, that a licensed technician completes the work. They can also request a receipt for the work performed but I think there is still more risk in this because they might ask a family friend, someone they know closely, to come and complete the work, leaving room for corner cutting to occur. This is the main reason I like to utilize the second option, which is the seller's concession. If there are certain repairs that are important to the buyer, the realtor can then work closely with contractors, technicians, licensed professionals, that they've worked with in the past to get quotes for those repairs. Whatever the total cost is for the repairs, that is the amount that the realtor can request in a concession. So whatever the amount is that is agreed on between the buyer and seller, that amount can then be used by the buyer at their discretion. This is my favorite part. Again, it's at their discretion. If they want to use that money for the actual repairs, they would just bring less money for closing and then use the extra money that they didn't have to bring to closing to take care of the work. The buyer can hire people they know and trust. They can make sure the work is done right and they have peace of mind moving forward.
And, of course, if they would rather use the concession that they originally said was for repairs on buying down the mortgage rate, they can also do that, right? Again, it's at their discretion. So there is no requirement to use the concession for repairs. I've, I've said it once. I think I've said it twice, actually, but that's my favorite part. So once the seller agrees to the concession, it is the buyer's money to choose how it is spent. For me, when I'm looking at that, I think it's pretty cool. So I'm always opting for the second option. Let's just get under contract. In the, in the contract, you're saying we accept the property as is, but you have a right to an inspection. If there's anything that comes up in the inspection, we can send that over to the listing agent and say, hey, we don't really want to bother you with getting these repairs done. Uh, we would like to do those ourselves after closing all we're going to be asking for is a seller concession. All right, so now you know what a seller concession is and how a buyer can use it for either buying down a mortgage rate or taking care of necessary repairs and also how it can be leveraged as a win-win for both the buyer and the seller. That's all I've got for you today. I hope this was helpful. If there are any questions, about how to use a seller concession, how it can be written into a contract when submitting an offer, or the best ways to get quotes from contractors, um, contractors to get in contact with, feel free to reach out to me at brandonkalarealestate at gmail.com. And for more information about the home buying process, please subscribe to the podcast so that you always know when a new episode is available. If this information was beneficial to you, please be sure to send us a review, leave a comment, and share the podcast with a friend. You can also find more content on my YouTube channel at Real Estate Simplified. Thanks for being here, and I'll be talking to you again real soon.